Bienvenidos, I'm your host Lore, and this is Creepy Chisme. Warning, some stories and information on Creepy Chisme may be triggering and are not suitable for all, especially young children. Please listen with caution. Thank you. Hola, mi gente. Welcome to Freaky Friday. Hello, new listeners, because I see y'all out there. (laughs) So cool to see more people joining in and following me on social media. So, hola, bienvenidos. I'm so excited to have you here. This is Freaky Friday. It's a short segment I make on Fridays where I talk about something cool, creepy, but keep it short get straight to the point. I do want to mention that the reason I chose this story today is because lately on social media, you may have noticed, talk of UFOs and aliens has been extremely popular. And here's why. So I want to say in the past couple months, probably since last year. So, okay, to be fair, it was right around when the pandemic started a lot of people started looking up to the sky, which is what I've always said. It takes about 20 minutes. Just go outside, look in the sky. You will see something you cannot explain. Not every time, but most times. And I think where people were forced to stay home and not leave and everything was closed, I think a lot of people were doing that. I think they were taking the time to look at the sky and noticing these objects flying in the sky. Regardless, um, there have been many, many videos that have popped up recently, including our own government coming out and saying that, yes, they see things they cannot explain, things that they've never seen before, and they cannot tell you where they come from or how they even function. So there have also been um, people from the Air Force, people from the Navy who have spoken up about these, they call them UAPs, but we know them as UFOs. And it's just, I'm so excited. (laughs) I have been waiting my entire 30 years to hear this. Like, this is the start of I just, I don't know. It's the start of something great. Like something great is going to happen. And here's why I say this. So I don't think we should be afraid because UFOs have been around for many years. Even back in the day, if you watch Ancient Aliens, they go way back. If they wanted to wipe out humanity, if they wanted to invade us and kill us, They would have done it already because believe me, they have the power to do it. If that's what they truly wanted to do, I don't think that's what they want to do. Do they want to help us? Eh, I don't know. Maybe not. But I don't think they want to wipe out humanity. But I'll save that conversation for another time. I want to get right into my story. So my brain has been stuck on the alien train and it reminded me of a story that I remember. You might know the story because this is a famous abduction story. 
Now, in the past, I have told you guys the story of Betty and Barney Hill, which is a great story. So go back and listen to that episode. But this is the story of Charles Hickson and Calvin Parker Jr., who on the night of October 11th, 1973, they arrived at the Sheriff's Department in Pascagoula, Mississippi, with a frantic story to tell. Now, the men were at a riverbank shortly after work. The sun was going down, but they wanted to get some fishing in. Now, this is one of the best documented cases of an alien abduction. So the two men were on a boat when Hickson claimed to hear a noise that he described as a zipping sound. When he looked up, he noticed blue flashing lights. Calvin then turned around too because he also heard the noise and they both saw a 30-foot long object with a little dome on the top. So the object hovered just above the ground, and three small creatures emerged also hovering. The men were suddenly completely paralyzed. The creatures grabbed them with pincer-type claws and pulled them toward the ship or object. So Parker says that he floated into the craft. It was in the craft that they were subjected to a physical examination by something that looked like a big eye. It was a constant mechanical sound buzzing the entire time. When they were done, the two men were dropped off right back in the dark delta where it it all started. Hickson claims that he found Parker standing up with his arms raised to the sky and screaming. They both ran for help. So they go to the sheriff's office. Immediately, the sheriff is like, they're drunk and they're liars. He didn't believe, which in the 70s, who would believe that, right? So after interviewing the men, they left the room with a recorder, secretly taping them, hoping to catch them either dropping the act they were putting on or talking about lying. Overnight, their story became national news. There were news conferences and cameras thrust in their still-stunned faces. A UFO investigator from Northwestern University actually flew down and said that he was there to check out their story. Of course, there were skeptics that said they were liars, but believers flooded into Pascagoula by the thousands. I think that's how you say it, Pascagoula. They would wrap themselves in aluminum foil and sit all night on the hoods of their cars, waiting for the craft and visitors from another world. So Hickson was 42 at the time of the abduction, and he was also very well known in the community, so he felt like he was more able to handle all the attention. He recounted the experience many times, even going on Johnny Carson and Dick Cavett, and he even published a book in 1983. Now, Parker, on the other hand, he was young. He was 18 when it happened. He had just arrived in Pascagoula from an even smaller town, and he had planned to earn some extra money before returning home to get married. He told the media he had passed out at the beginning of the whole affair and couldn't remember what happened. But that was a lie, because he did in fact remember everything that happened, but he was afraid that the aliens had infected him with something that when he got home from the sheriff's department, he took a bath in bleach, 
Within a few weeks, he skipped town. He got married and picked up work in oil fields. If someone at a job recognized him, he would quit. So he did not want to talk about it. He was just trying to forget it ever happened. Now, if Hickson was attempting to get rich from their story, it obviously didn't work. Parker told the Sun-Herald that before Hickson's death in 2011, he occasionally paid the older man's electric bill, so he was not making any money off of telling the story over and over. Parker's now in his 60s, and slowly but surely, he's coming out and speaking more. In 2018, he even published a book of his own. So at one point, the city was discussing plans to mark where the incident happened. And while doing this, new witnesses emerged, explaining that on the night in question, they too saw an unidentified flying object with flashing blue lights going up and down the Pascagoula River. They were too afraid to speak up, and they kept it secret for years. I believe they actually made the riverbank a historical marker where it happened. And so yeah, Hickson died in 2011. So the book that Calvin Parker wrote was Pascagoula, The Closest Encounter, My Story. And the story that Charles Hickson wrote was Alien Encounter, The Pascagoula Abduction Incident. So if you are interested in finding more about this case, you can read those stories and hear the abduction from both men's perspective. Now... The weird thing about this story that this article doesn't mention is the police badgered these men. So they thought it was a joke, like I said earlier, but they really were on them. Like they were trying everything they could to get them to slip up and catch them in a lie. They asked them to repeat this story thousands of times, but every time the men kept to the same story and even to this day, the same story is still told. Do I believe these men went through what they said they went through? Yes, because even though they wrote books, they lived their entire lives. Like, Parker is now old. So, I mean, if he really wanted to benefit from this story, he would have his entire life. But he didn't. He didn't speak up. He didn't want to talk about it. So whatever it was that he went through traumatized him so much if you want more details like i said there's many articles online there's youtube videos and these books are very good i could have made a whole episode about this story but i feel like the betty and barney hill story was more interesting to me than this one um but they're both interesting any story about aliens is interesting to me (laughs) we all know that but yeah so I don't know. What do you think? Um, Do you think the men went through what they said they went through? I mean, I have heard countless abduction stories, but I have never heard one where the beings actually floated out of the craft and picked up the people and took them in. That's a first, and that's kind of (laughs) scary. Well, that was just a little quick one for you. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And I will see you next week for a new episode of Creepy Chisme. Don't forget to find me on social media. Find me on Facebook groups or Instagram or Twitter. 
at creepychisme, or you can email me with any great ideas or stories you'd like me to look up. Or if you have a scary story you want to share with us, I would love to hear it. Email me at creepychisme for you. That's the number four, Y O U at gmail.com. Gracias por escuchar y nos vemos pronto. Creepy Chisme is created for entertainment purposes only. Thank you for listening and don't forget, stay creepy.